0: are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. the world, generations of leaders build new friendships, and solve problems, turn great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org/action. In sports, five games were featured in hockey action
1: last
0: and portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that the portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can't kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com.
1: I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit
0: that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the Donated Dental Services Program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to oneorg to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. Right now, our country feels divided, it's a place where people are coming
2: together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me.
0: Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love has bubbles and a small step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... Uh, Interesting? Yeah. <laughs> people actually sit down, talk and listen to each They can at love.com step lovechang conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation for. Them. I know one thing this conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope too. take a step with other country community together with courage to start a conversation at lovess.com/ whats steps love as people ad Council.
3: You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done, but did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes life a
0: time alters your life and forever changes ahead. No matter what. We you are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. And this is State Foundation Derrick and Gary. Please call us at 9383 Visit us at If you need secure storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or special possessions, go no further than Locke Storage at 927 North Robinson Road Texarkana. Local self-storage, call 430-901-0062, or drop by the convenient location at 927-North Robinson Road, Texarkana.com, click on Texarkana. It's time for the Sports Show for Guys Who Know Sports, Texarkana's longest running sports talk show, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan.
4: Good afternoon, boys and girls. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Five o'clock straight up. You're on the fan 1079. Chuck Zach, Tony Kirk along with you for the Thursday drive home. Boy, if it was a slow sports day, it all of a sudden wasn't.
2: Picked up this afternoon. About noon, uh, people started getting fired and stuff like that. People. People.
4: Just one people. You got more than one people got fired?
2: Well, I'm sure there's more than the sports world. Oh, there's none? No, no, there is more than the sports world. But either way, uh, uh, you know, when uh, Jordan sent me that, the boy had already sent it about 10 minutes earlier because I I think the boy has a direct feed from Del Conte. I would expect. I think he calls him before he pulls the trigger. I think he does. I don't know. But either way... um, Uh, When the boys sent me that today, my response was probably for the best. Chris Beard, probably. It's time to move on from him. Are you surprised uh, on the timing? uh, I think it was probably good uh, to do it after a loss this week. Uh, You know, if they'd let him keep winning and then keep the guy. uh, I know people, that seems silly, but I think people are always suspicious of things like that. I'm sure it finally had to do the realities of it came down to somebody finally got to listen to the 911 call and what it's said probably. So for, for those who, who are
4: who are not UT guys, so you're like an Aggie or you're a, a Razorback, you know what what are you guys talking about?
2: Chris, Chris Beard, Beard
4: got, finally got fired. The, today. the men's basketball coach at the University of Texas last month, more than a month now, isn't it?
2: Well, about 30 days ago.
4: Got uh, got in a little trouble on a late night, early morning domestic violence allegation. Spend yeah, a little a,
2: trouble. You get fired from a thirty-five million dollar job. Well, at the moment, it was a little trouble. Well, he, drawn he got
4: arrested. Since then, I know he got arrested. Got got a, a what an hour or two in jail, yeah. and uh, then got bailed out. And then what was it last week? His uh, fiance who yeah. made the allegations. Recanted. Said, "Well, that's not exactly what happened. I didn't really get choked, or whatever it was that she alleged had happened that night." Asked him
2: not to arrest. Right,
4: and apparently she had uh, struck him in a very sensitive place, and it made me think. Well, is is this going to start backtracking now? Is this going to start going in the other direction, where the university sits back and lets the legal process run its course? Is her recantation actually sincere, or did somebody get to her and say, hey, we'll make it worth Uh, your while? She
2: woke up one day and goes, oh, my gosh, I've just cut myself off from access to
4: half of $35 million. (laughs) That's right. So I was a little bit leery of the fact that this was a story a week ago when she recanted. Well, here we are a week later, and the university now has decided, I'm assuming after – a lengthy conversation with her and as you said with potentially listening to maybe the actual call she made to authorities the night he was arrested and maybe they think there's more there than just a he said she said and that she's kind of backtracking on it that maybe she wasn't lying in the first place and he did assault her.
2: Well I think uh, Beard left the door wide open to be fired by uh, being in a type of relationship that resulted in Front page news in Austin, Texas, and being picked up nationally in the sports world, and so uh, you know when you've got this big investment in a guy who you hired away from another school within your conference, and he's an alum, and the expectations were very high, and he certainly had some success recruiting in his short time there. Yeah, well, yeah. Then I think it thirty days of consideration; it's worthy of that, sure. And so uh, I think they. Took their time. They looked at it and decided that it was time to move on from him.
4: Now, where does the University of Texas go
2: Well, into I figure, the marketplace
4: for finding I a basketball the coach? Well,
2: the guy who's got it right now is auditioning. And well, if, sure he is. If he makes a nice run into the tournament, then he gets to hang around. Well, well if let's he say does he doesn't. Then, then they'll not, go shopping well, again. That's, They've been shopping before. It won't be the last time they go shopping for a basketball coach.
4: Does this change how you shop? You know, and what I mean by that is, I mean, Chris Beard was kind of a fiery guy. Yeah. This is, you know, do you, do you go after the Bob Huggins fiery guy, the Chris Beard fiery guy, the Bob Knight fiery guy, or do you back off and go, well, maybe we need a uh, more even keel guy that we're less likely to have a repeat of this performance?
2: It's funny. Uh, you know, this past week, uh and. Been criticized for his behavior towards a flunky, telling him to wait before going on the field. It feeling. was a
4: bad look. Well, it was a bad look.
2: You know, Chop and I talked about it this morning. Chop and I both used to officiate football. Coaches on game day, you don't put your hands on them. And oh, that's it's, silly. I don't care. It's a bad no, look. No, it was stupid. It, the guy was being stupid. And and Sarkisian was not. No, Sarkeesian was being what he is. He was
4: just stupid.
2: That a leader of gladiators onto the field. You can call football whatever you want to, but we were reminded Monday night it's a gladiator sport.
4: I get all that. You're and, still the guy who's supposed to be a little older and a little more control in your, of your right, and a little more sure. Right, this
2: takes me back to the what's been a criticism of U2 football and athletics for years. They're soft. They're soft, and, and they're so not
4: that's, tough enough. That's the tough? I'm going to be tough by pushing around some bowl official he who's trying to hold on? He didn't lay oh, hands on him. Sorry. he's going to raid him yes, he because didn't he didn't wanted to hold on before he no, gets in his he ear and let him on. go.
2: He put hands I, on him. I know.
4: He had his hand extended out. I'm holding you in this no, spot. No,
2: he reached forth and yeah, pushed I him. I know.
4: He had his hand out. Of-
2: basically was grabbing his boobs what he was no.
4: doing. <laughs> Okay, I've looked at it multiple yeah, times. As I
2: mentioned to a couple people, he got to second base with it Oh, so my
4: God. All
2: that said. Well, all the that was said,
4: second base and Sark got the third.
2: No, he don't cussed a guy.
4: Whatever. He
2: was don't cussing a guy because, do you go and start shooting the bull with coaches on game day?
4: Do I shoot the bull? It depends on the coach.
2: Yeah. It depends yeah. on the coach. And you know certain ones. Some coaches
4: I go and, and other coaches are a little strung a little differently, yeah. wired a little differently.
2: Would you grab him on his boob on game day? Wouldn't grab him on his boob on any day. Would you on game day? Not any,
4: On any day, no. The answer <laughs> would be no.
2: What would you expect if you did? Well, I wouldn't do it any day. If you did, what would you expect? And he it? wasn't
4: doing that anyway. That's no, not what the guy was doing. If you're saying, would you, restrain, would you restrain a coach from advancing
2: onto the field, he wasn't running through him. He didn't have to grab him and pull him back. He didn't grab he him. He reached him. out there and pushed him and said, get back. Yeah, And he did it twice. Right,
4: That's right. Well, he had yeah. him the first time, and Sark sidestepped him. Yeah. And the guy I reached out. No, I know he didn't. But those guys have in their ear
2: the guy telling them, yeah. let's this go guy. now because we've got the camera funky on. Funky, yes. And he's telling this guy who gets paid $5 million a year to didn't leave under didn't the didn't f- Calm down. He didn't say calm down. It's we- You're not going what? You know, when you're telling someone who's ready to go and you're reaching out and pushing them back, I just don't think you can have it both ways. You can't say, I want you to fire up young males to go be gladiators in the arena oh and then say, God. oh my gosh, you you were rude. You were mean. You're, That's what I saw on Facebook. People were going, what kind Resist.
4: No, that was a bad look, is what I said. It was a bad look for the coach of the University of Texas to dog cuss some flunky bull guy who backed the team how until many they're times ready for did him to
2: We go. used to laugh at Champ on the sidelines. I don't know. We used to we laugh at videos of Mushchamp all the time on I, the I sidelines. I understand. That? It, it doesn't
4: matter. It's a well, bad much, it's the but, national but, championship game. Yeah, it's a bad
2: it look. in charge of? So you've got to be day. a
4: jerk to be a to be a successful coach? You can't be a successful. Did Mac ever dog cuss a guy like that?
2: Mac got accused of being too soft. He won a national championship, but he was accused of being too soft. Oh, my And why he end up having to leave the University of Texas? Hey, come
4: on. Do you take this off because you don't run some money and dog cuss a
2: football program from Mac's well, sure national championship Sure, it is. And so when so that's guy, how you prove you're not soft. Oh, so those the type of raw motion. Oh is my God! What you want out of your players is that not what you want out of your players in college football? Once they
4: get on the field and are doing their their job, if you will, because yeah. now we're nil. That's their job. Yeah. Now they're doing their job. Yeah, that's what I and want. What when they're the field is his job when they're not engaged in the thing they need to rein it in we're having this conversation about chris beard as a coach yeah and that off the field there are some things you don't do yeah but he, 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 he was not it was game game on
2: on the field. Ah. how many times have we come on here and talk about beard screaming at players acting a fool during games i didn't count no we didn't because it's accepted behavior Frank Martin looks like his head's going to explode. Sure you know? does. It's accepted behavior. You talked about Huggy. But, you know, He's to, gotten to re-hired, place, and rehired and rehired and rehired. To a
4: place it's accepted behavior. It wasn't, but night when you grab a kid, it's not yeah, accepted it
2: was behavior. a kid on campus, it wasn't a kid in the gym that got him fired. When he threw a chair across the gym floor, did he get fired? No, he did not. But it started. Well, past- it?
4: No, way to say it, it was, was a- no. I know it was in the gym, and it started the path toward. No, yes, he had been doing
2: that crap for years. It
4: started the path for Indiana saying, "Wait a minute, now you're gonna have to call you in because this is he has been behavior, doing crap like that for years. This is behavior that's a bad look for the University and of Indiana.
2: At time when Bob and I did it. Nine out of ten times, the Bloomington TV station buried the video. Well, sure they did. Now it's everywhere.
4: Well, Bob Knight is not Steve Sarkeesian. He hasn't accomplished anything in comparison to what Bob Knight had done. But
2: they're hiring to be
4: Bob Knight. But he hasn't done it yet. When you get yourself a couple of natties and you want to, come back guy, well, you get it. You get a lot more leeway for somebody to say this guy is ABC Bob Knight. He's got two national championships. Well, he is all fighter.
2: Yeah. To come in to create a toughness and a mentality of a warrior, and then call him on it for being that.
4: I'm sorry, Tony Kirk. I do not equate you're a warrior by your berating in the ear of some flunky who's got an earpiece in his ear, who's being told by his boss, "Hold him, hold him, hold." Okay, let him go. That's what's happened. to the-
2: and so he's being told by his boss. Right. Hold next on. time people start reaching out, and touching you. Oh I don't my see how
4: you've These guys aren't. This isn't the first football game they've done. They know there's a time you go and there's a time you wait. And the bigger the game, the more you're not in. You're not in Austin. You're not controlling this. This is controlled by the folks in this stadium for this bowl, for that network. And when they're ready for them to come out, they're going to say, "Now let right. it go." So when pops a jerk to the. Uh. He's a, he's a jerk. It's a bad look. I agree. When he's a jerk. Not Nick. It's uh, a bad it's, look. Uh, it's, it's different for he, Nick. Yeah. When he's Nick's got six championships. So it's okay to be a jerk. He's, he's not, so okay. not. It's a not. He's
2: not argument here.
4: Wait a second. He's no. Nick berates guys in the media room who ask him stupid no. questions. That's a different thing. That's a professional. Jim
2: on the sideline has to put up with Nick every three or four weeks being rude to her because she's doing her job she hadn't touched him but somebody's in her ear telling her what to ask as if she's got freedom to ask anything she wants and he's a turd to her and you think it's funny
4: i don't think it's funny think, i do love nick i don't think it's funny i don't, want to do I, don't. No, I don't i should pop for on that stuff. No, wait a second. On that stuff, no, I don't. I think it's ridiculous. You and I have been in that position where you've got to talk to these guys in the heat of the moment and and you don't want them to be in the heat of the moment. I I agree with that, but I'm not encouraging that those guys should be jerks to sideline reporters. That's a different thing. Now, Go into the press conference and have some idiot ask you a but question. Because that's not what
2: I brought up. I brought uh, up the fact that you've got guys that you think are great coaches. I do. Have this actual, look, actual behavior with
4: women. That's and a and it's like, a bad look. Yeah. I've said it. This is no different than saying about psychician. It it's what I, I said. It's a bad, bad look. It's what
2: makes those a successful. No. Really?
4: They're, they're successful because they're L. jerks. L. Is sideline reporters? No, because they're jerks most of the time. Well, I'm not disagreeing with the fact they're jerks most of the time. It's not what made them successful, though, is to be a jerk to that, to Jenny Dell. That's not a, that's not a, that didn't make anybody successful. But that's it didn't the make successful. That comes when you catch a coach on game and you day. You call them on it. You say that you shouldn't do that. They're human, too. They got a job to do, too, and you're wrong. But
2: Do you think it's wrong to ask coaches on game day to stop for two questions?
4: before in, in and
2: really ha- do I have- think
4: it's wrong I don't think it's wrong I mean let me do this the coaches know the questions are coming it's not like we're springing it on you You've got no idea they've already had pre-production meetings they've told the coaches we're gonna come to you at this time and the coaches are saying you got 30 seconds of my time and I'm going to the tunnel you got 30 seconds the end ask whatever you want for the 30 two questions everybody's on the same page they all agree with it do I I think it's stupid.
2: Yes, I think it's. I, stupid. I think
4: it's a stupid practice. Those coaches aren't going to say.
2: Everyone goes back to my original argument. It's game day, and that man's making millions of dollars, and he's in the wrong state of mind to present that to him. But he agreed to do it.
4: He agreed to do it. He agreed that's what we're going to uh-huh. do. We're going to have questions no. in between quarters or half or I don't think
2: the TV contracts are signed by the coaches. I think the, the TV contracts get, are signed. It's part
4: of their obligation in this position. No, they're told you're, that. Whatever it is, for the 35000000 bucks million yeah. you're going to make, you're going to answer two questions yeah. and a half. And you
2: don't you think know, it. You know certain ones are going to be a-holes. Well, they and are. And they're oftentimes the more successful ones. I don't
4: think I think if we went back and looked at which ones are successful and which ones are a-holes that they didn't necessarily have to be hand-in- Hand with each other. We got successful coaches that are polite, that get it, that understand it's a reporter's job. We all agreed to it when we when we signed on to do I'm this. Just up,
2: you speak highly of.
4: I do, but I but that doesn't mean they're saints, and it doesn't mean I think every behavior they do is right. I think they're idiots by doing that. I think Pop has been. I love Pop, but I thought it was so rude every time. He finally, when what's-his-name finally got cancer and was on the verge of dying, Pop finally loosened up a little bit about it. He thinks it's a waste of time. It's an annoyance. It's fr- I get it. But you agree that's what you were going to do. You walk over to the guy, and he walks over to you, and you agree. You don't have to be a jerk about it. I didn't like that about Popovich. I love Pop. I think he's a great coach. I don't like that part of it.
2: But today, do you agree Ah. that it's repeated time and time again when these guys do that on social media?
4: Sure, it is. Because everything's repeated.
2: And I didn't have to live with that. He did not.
4: We got to take a break. I'm getting a vein bulging out of my head thank goodness Robert Cochran's not a jerk he's coming up in about 12 or 13 minutes this is going to be a conversation we're going to have to include Cochran in when we get him in here in just a couple of minutes he's going to be hopping on with us here at 5.30 we're going to take a break we've got a short segment coming up next and then we'll uh, join the head basketball coach for the Winsboro Girls Basketball Program the winner of uh, 600 career victories in the last week or so,
2: we'll see your two hundred, Mo Williams, and we'll raise you six hundred.
4: Really? That's how you're going to do that?
2: Well, that's what we did. Yes, you're, you're going to two hundred, Coach Jones. You're going to do the <laughs>
4: poker thing now.
2: Well, it's a I understand. <laughs> I get it.
4: We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan one oh seven nine.
3: It's football season, and that means getting together to catch the game.
0: But you know, when the game gets going, the drinks start flowing. And that's okay, because I always make a plan to get home safe before the action and the drinking begin.
4: Don't wait until the game is over. Plan a sober ride before you drink, because a DWI could cost you thousands of dollars in fines and fees, jail time, and you could lose your license. Make your game plan so you don't drink, drive, go to jail. Sponsored by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office, the Arkansas Broadcasters
3: Association, and this station. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. It's how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light. You might just find that the mode of success can be pretty enjoyable. Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment, in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's
4: 20 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 107.9. Celebrities walking the hall, you,
2: a shooting in the hallway in a suit. Yeah, I don't get You're that. A nervous, there. That's
4: a look I don't
2: like. Yeah, it made me a little nervous, too. I think he's walking around the building looking for internet. <laughs> Poor shooting. Good luck with that. You know, we've, missed, we've had bullets fall apart on us, but never... Well, I guess that went down in Dangerfield. Night, now we had no internet, or we yeah, couldn't even bad. get a hotspot. That
4: nah, was bad. We and I went down and tested it. Yeah. It didn't work on game day. So that's the only that's the only time. Is that the only time we've never actually gotten anything of a game on the air?
2: I guess I can't imagine any other time that we just. Yeah, there'll be more. Any. We just jinxed it. Actually, that. Had the studio, uh, had this podcast started. Right. And I don't know. If you, I don't think you were listening to it. No, I wasn't. I was on the uh, way over. And... Uh, <laughs> He was talking to Jack, and he said, "It's really loud in here." That was the last thing I heard. Him say, <laughs> and then it went silent. Cut it off, did it? <laughs> I think the music was playing. Oh they yeah, were jamming. Oh yeah,
4: Billy was probably cranking yeah, up the. Last
2: thing I heard, it's really loud in here. Then I heard silence. Yeah. So hopefully by Friday night they'll have that fix. I'll
4: tell you what, you know, we we, I think we mentioned it a while back. I've I reached out to Eric Aiken this week. Did you? Of course, Brian Bolt, who had been his partner calling Brian games the last couple of years, yeah. <laughs> vacated the premises, head back to Magnolia, yeah. and, and has left Eric without a, a partner right now. And I asked him. I was like, "Have you know? Have you started that process yet?" Nah, nah I'll figure out somebody. I went, "Yeah, went, all right. Good luck with that." I said, "This is not an easy gig oh, to try it's to find." Easy.
2: No, it's not. You plug Jabo in. And- J-Bow's <laughs> working already. He's with Keith. I'm just saying. When I left you, j Jabo, but Jabo won the first. <laughs> oh, I, know, I know. It isn't
4: easy yeah. finding somebody. Is not always perfect to be. You know, not always easy to ma- to find the perfect match for what you're trying to want to do on the air. It's just, it's going to be. I'm I'm going to keep an an eager eye on seeing who he. It's really pretty
2: for this. You go to the store, and uh, really? you get, you get a couple of bananas, a couple and, of bananas. Yeah, and you uh, you put them on the table. All right, and uh, once you get yours another guy gets that second banana it's all good that's it huh now if he reaches he reaches first his banana before your banana you get him out of there you he's your, the wrong one. he's the wrong one but if you put two bananas on the table and he sits there patiently wait what's for you to get your banana and he takes the second banana spot he's good to go uh, this is
4: a piece of information i didn't know before i'm gonna have to try this and see how it works
2: you should have told to me about that you really yeah it works with uh
0: <laughs>
2: wow
4: well i'll be honest with you when uh, i'm looking at the future i'm gonna do this well he will be but he won't be for me <laughs> I'm for just, somebody else I'm just. Yeah. But it's an intriguing thing. We we mentioned this years ago when we were looking around for trying to figure out folks do Arkansas High. Right? Yeah. And it kind of fell in our lap, and then we ended up having to look for people to be able to do it. It's it's not easy. There's not a bunch of people out there. There's a lot that think they can do it. There's not very many that actually can do it. And uh, this is an intriguing opening to be uh, the second banana, if you will, for Eric Aiken. <laughs> I bet Bolt didn't think he was second banana. I bet he thought he was first banana. That's
2: why he's out of here. <laughs> Get on your way. Pedal it <laughs> somewhere. Else. Bolt, uh, well, Bolt's going to do great. He, I tell you what, Bolt was excellent. Uh, he had a great knowledge, and what I was most impressed with Brian Bolt about he could work either position yeah. he could do play by play yeah he could do color he he was very good at both right. and very knowledgeable had a pretty good voice for those of us who were raised in this part of the country right. and so uh, no i thought brian boat did a great job yeah. and uh, he'll be missed because he did a fine job in yeah. broadcast for uh, uh the folks here in town when he was here so yeah. they,
4: may, they may have to move somebody off the camera he's
2: getting to go home and uh you know he's going back to Magnolia. Right, it's right. always from. And yeah, so you
4: get Nick Reed off the camera and put him back in whatever.
2: But uh, Nick's doing a good job. I know he's, he he's is. learning and I getting better at it. They
4: got yeah. guys. Yeah. Anyway, I think I throw that out there since you went the banana route.
2: <laughs> it's something hard to figure it out.
4: <laughs> it's harder than yeah. you. Think. Trouble, yeah, it's quarter, harder than you think.
2: Quarter the yeah, quarter market, you could have fix that.
4: See, you got me nervous when you started talking about that because I'm feeling like you find some guy who's bananas, which kind of was Jaybo, too. No kidding. All right, I'm gonna take my break early here. We got to get Robert Cochran on the phone. We're about 26 minutes after five o'clock, and uh. There's no telling what kind of mood he's going to be in, so I'm going to give myself a minute to get him on the phone, and we will uh, talk a little basketball with the uh, former Liberty ILO Lady Leopards head basketball coach, Robert Cochran, when we come back leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 107.9.
1: In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today.
0: Hey y'all, by always looking local first, we're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Ivan Smith Furniture carries the best products at the very best price. Living room, bedroom, dining room, kids' furniture, mattresses, appliances, and more. Quick delivery and convenient online bill pay. Ivan Smith Furniture, more than just furniture. With locations in Texarkana,
1: Pope, and Atlanta. How would you like to pay 10 to 25% less on your energy bills? That's exactly Exactly what you can do with a metal roof, and metal roofs last two to three times longer than shingle roofs. Metal Mart, for right materials for the right price. Pick the Leary exit off 30 West next to the airplane. Hey guys, if you need
0: help buying clothes for the lady in your life, relax. Bransford's Fashions can guide you through the process painlessly, and they also have gift certificates. Bransford's Fashions, 1019 North Kings Highway in Nash. Look local first, and everybody benefits—from the store owners to people like you and me supporting them. That's easy, and it helps everyone. Look local. First.
4: All righty, welcome back. We got twenty eight and a half after five o'clock leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan one oh seven nine. I don't know how long he's been gone. has Cochran been gone now? A couple of years? Yeah, forever. Oh my forever. God, who is this? Who well, really answers the phone? I don't even know what's going phone. on. Robert uh,
1: Cochran, what are you doing? I'm actually sitting down. I'm about to eat a good steak in about thirty minutes. I can't complain, but I'm doing well. How's everything? in how's kind of you guys? See,
4: I should have put the bet down on my bingo card if Robert Cochran's going to say I'm about to sit down and eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I would bet 80% of the time I talk to you, that's what you tell me.
1: I'm about to sit down and eat a steak. Well, hey, I, I, I got some good people here. They're, they have a contest, too. Show me they can cook the best. So I'll over at some friend's house tonight. They, they cook for a few people. Come over, have a steak, and uh, everything is good this way. I'm good, glad to hear from you guys. I miss getting to talk to you all daily, but sure, try to keep up with you guys as much as possible.
4: Well, you need to find something better to do with your time if that's what you're doing.
1: Uh, oh, I got, This time of year, I, it actually slows down this week. You start playing Tuesdays and Fridays. We're through with all the tournaments, so I do get a little bit more time. But we've been busy uh, basketballing and all that. But uh, it looked like Texas had a good year football-wise. Everybody made the playoffs look like on the Texas side at least. Good teams. And it looks like the basketball's uh, hot and heavy for both boys and girls around there. So I try to keep up as much as possible.
4: Well, speaking of hot and heavy, uh, number six hundred. Now we had uh, Mo Williams on yesterday from over in Falk, who got yep. his, who got his two hundredth. And so when we 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 talked about it last night before we left the show, like we got Cochran on tomorrow, who got six hundred. And, and Mo was like, "Gosh, I I got my two hundred faster than I thought I was going to." And Tony made sure to tell me six hundred for Cochran just means he's old. That's all that is.
1: That's literally all it means. It means two things. I've been lucky to have really good jobs and good players, and I'm I'm getting old because it it's all that is relative, as I'm sure Coach Williams. I know he's done a great job with that Falk program the last seven or eight years. And they're they're rocking and rolling, have a really good ball club, but it is it's just it's more of a testament to the jobs you've had and the kids you've had than anything. And and a lot of people don't always stick with it, especially the girls' basketball. Now, it's way more in vogue now, as Tony would say, You compared to 22 years ago, and that's literally, I was forced into the job at L.E. initially. I didn't want it, didn't want to take it. They hadn't, one hadn't been successful and I went to school there, so I was well aware of what I was walking into, but they did tell me about this one junior high kid named Erica Ray, and then another kid named Jamila Ganner, and Mr. Raider, uh, God bless us, who the Raider Dome's named after, literally called me in and you know those uh, knives that you use to op- a letter opener yeah. uh mail opener yeah sitting across his desk he was opening mail as he was telling me i was going to be the head girls basketball coach and i was telling him no i was not and we were going back and forth and he started trying to jab me and stab me with that letter opener and said i don't think you understand you're going to do it and <laughs> i'm glad he he caught me into it and convinced me to do because i I've probably the luckiest person in the world and it's been i've been fortunate every place i've been and Great kids, great relationships with kids and other coaches, and it's just uh, just very lucky. Now, I've never asked you this, Robert. After
2: you started winning and started having success, did you have people calling and offering you uh, boys coaching
1: jobs? Yeah, you know, there were several years with Coach Reem, who, you know, passed away a couple of years ago. He had uh, offered me to, you know, do you want to come over to the boys side? And, and literally, you know me, I'm straightforward. I'll tell you the truth. I never did because I'm a big football fan and I'm coached in Texas and I understand, you know, and I coach football, but Texas is uh, in Texas, football's going to come first. And I just didn't know if we would ever be able to compete at the level I want to try to compete at basketball wise. And since then, I've been offered a few times uh, some pretty good boys' jobs, but uh, I've never felt the need that I have to go try to prove myself that I know they're. Watch the same game. They're totally different. And then once again, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, Craig Colvin's uh, matter of fact, I got the bump elbows with Sean Davis over at Texas Middle School Tournament. And me and him had worked together. Even Brian Hannis coached the boys, and he ended up winning the state championship at Everman. But I remember Sean Davis going to the regional tournament. Of course, Craig several years in a row going to the regional tournament, and they were good. But I really thought, just being honest, that was going to be the ceiling for around there. And that's doing a great job, doing a tremendous job. But you look know, at the schools that win in boys basketball. For the most part, those kids are solely playing basketball. Other big metroplex schools where they're going to they're going to put more focus on the basketball than they do football. And I knew that wasn't going to happen at LA, and I just didn't want to. I was already comfortable coaching the girls, so I was blessed, I, I never took anyone up on that offer, but had a chance to a couple of times.
2: Robert Cochran on with us this afternoon. He's over at Winsboro now. You. Put a murder- so I'm sure if people around the state are looking at your record, they are go, oh, what's the uh, – I know this time of year, running into district, you could care less about your record, could you?
1: No, I, I really, it doesn't matter. And even last year, I was I, I visiting with Coach Hawkins, coach here that went to the state tournament 15 times I life coach and won state three times. He said, really, the only thing that matters about record here in Winsboro is you are going to make the state tournament some years, and – it could affect your seating and we looked at it last year and still thought the value of playing a really tough schedule making sure it prepares us to get out of the regional tournament to get to the state tournament would outweigh the chances of you getting losing a flip based on your win-loss record and having to face Fairfield and last year we got fortunate we didn't have to face them to the finals. This year we already knew I knew going in I, was, I made the hardest schedule that I've ever made and we y'all know we've played some pretty pretty good schedules but this is far the hardest schedule that We've ever played. We knew there was going to be some losses built into that and some tough times, but it's really made us, uh, you know, it's helped develop us because we, we came up four or five points short in the state championship game this group of kids that want to win the last game of the year, and they need to do that. We've got, what I've tried to do is play eight to ten teams that I know is, is better, better than Fairfield. And that's hard to do because Fairfield's really good. So in doing that, you got to go find Coppell, didn't as well. And some of those people are going to go and play in these, you know, as high college tournaments as you can. And while there's some losses on there, there's also some good wins. And really, uh, you know, I'll shoot you straight. Our biggest improvement has probably come in about three or four different losses where the lights come on. We've made progress. Probably the best we've played is probably against Brezwell. and That's a game we ended up losing by 25, but it's a three-point game with two minutes on the third quarter. Uh, Capel, same thing. It's a five-point game early in the fourth, and they're, they're number one and number four, respectively, in the state in 6A. We had a good tournament win last week against the Liberty Christian team. It's 5A private school. They'll win their state championship. Uh, John Paul is a 6A private school that won state last year, and they'll win their state championship. You know, we did. We're playing right now without two starters. One we won't get back. One we will. One torn ACL last week, uh, and we're at, we to have to adjust to that. But you know, our expectation is still find a way to make the state tournament. When we get there, try to find a way to win two games. And I think playing the schedule, we played, we're prepared for that.
4: Do you guys have a hard time finding schools? I know you want to play big. You want to play more athletic. You want to play faster and taller and all that. Do you have fine Are you having trouble finding bigger schools that are willing to take you on for the risk of potentially losing to you guys as a smaller level school?
1: Yeah, you know, I've had three or four like Tyler Legacy won't play us, and, we, and so we played them in a tournament last year and beat them by fifteen. And they're a school that they're usually pretty good, but they play they do they play a softer schedule. And that's, there's a reason why they don't advance very far in the playoffs. Uh, you know, there are some of those schools that won't, so I do. I always tip the hat to Coppell and those guys invite us to our tournament and Braswell, and she knows there's no win in them playing us. Uh, now, a lot of time it means we travel to their place and we go play at their place, but you know, we don't mind, mind that. Uh, our kids are used to that, but yeah, it's getting harder to find, uh, if it's someone that's not established and it's a 6A school or a good 5A school, they don't want to a three A loss on the record, but it didn't matter if I'm here or not. A loss to Winsboro over the last 25 years is not going to be the worst thing in the world because anybody that's in touch with girls' basketball knows that Winsboro's been, you know, one of the state perennial powers for years. So there, there's a whole lot worse losses than that. But you know, it has gotten tough for Chuck and I. Suspected will you know, and we have five seniors. We'll lose this year, so. It'll probably get even tougher, you know, all the same while. We're going to to have to replace a lot of scoring and a lot of different things this year, and we're still going to look to play the same type schedule.
2: You mentioned the injury to a starter or two and, and losing a girl to an ACL. You've gone through that before. How hard is that to rally young ladies to the fact that we're not going to have that person we came into the season planning on, depending on? How hard is it our... Do you always preach next person up, and you just expect it to happen naturally?
1: You know, Tony, it's a it's a great question. in here, unfortunately, this is one of the times we're having experiences bad. I've had that experience of losing Teresa Huff in a regional semifinal game, playing a number one Tennesse team, and then still finding a way to win. Losing Lacey Middlebrooks a week before basketball starts, and losing her to ACL, before, you know, during volleyball. I've had it with Kayla Bruce. I've had it with several kids. I have experience in it, and. And I was honest with our kids here, and they know it's a competition. Our JV hasn't lost to a JV team going on four years, and they haven't had a game in district within 50 points. It's a competition for those kids to step up and get the next man up, and we've got a kid that has got to step up and play, and she's done well. Uh, At the same time, I told our kids, it's a blessing in this respect. For one, the kid's a junior. She gets to have her senior year next year matter of fact, Dr. Mitchell out of Texas Channel will be performing her surgery. I, I think so much of him and the job he does. I trust him and basically no one else. He'll do her surgery and she'll be back for her senior year. It's a blessing there, and it's a bigger blessing, in the fact, with this team. we got a chance. We still have nine district games. We'll play the game Tuesday night against a good Palestine team. We're able to find a way to win and adjust and play. You know, she's our second post player, so our first post player, we don't have any size, but we've got ten games before we start the playoffs to twist, adjust, tweak and you know I like it. I, I like it in the fact I don't like it for the reason but we're going to play a little bit faster and get even a little bit more aggressive pressing because basically six minutes a quarter we're going to have four guards and one post play on the court and a minute or two minutes a quarter we're going to have five guards on the court and that means a few more possessions, a lot more pressing, and the court being spread out even more. And, and it'll, it'll change us a little bit. But you got to find a way to make it a positive, and that's the way we'll do it, that we've got 10 games to experiment, trust, uh, and before we start the ones that really matter.
4: Robert Cochran joining us live this afternoon. All right, we're, we're going to deviate for a little bit. We, were got, we got into a pretty heated argument first uh, segment of the show today about, uh, about Steve Sarkeesian and the uh, incident with the um, guy at the bowl game last week trying to yeah. keep Sarkeesian from getting onto the field until
2: uh, I'm ready. This. Uh, Cochran's an Aggie. <laughs> That's true. I, <laughs> get, I get it. But, 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 Robert, is, uh, I think coaches on game day, you need to approach them, you know, carefully. Uh, what's your feelings on dealing with people on game day as a coach?
1: Uh, when I was dealing with Tony Barone, there's about two people that could talk to him. You stay clear of him. Uh, dealing with other, I think it's different strokes for different folks. I'll go with this specifically with Sar- Sarkeesian. You know some of the issues he's had in the past, and I literally have a good friend and coach, and their college coach, and they mentioned to me, he said, "What do you think he would like to deal with when he, he's in the middle of his his real problem and his real?" And it really concerned them. It's someone, and they're a recovering alcoholic. And they said, "I'm worried that." He's fighting those demons at Texas with the pressure of that job because he knows there's cameras there, and when he can't play the game in front of the camera uh, to lose his cool like that. Uh, Obviously, we have no way of knowing. I will sit there and tell you, I've worked with other coaches, that game day, they're a different animal. They are uptight. They are like that, but I think what he did went over the line, and sometimes when people try to show you who they are, sometimes you need to believe them, and and I would like to think he's not that kind of, Kind of person for something that small and big, but. Uh, and it's not because he, he's. I, I like Sarkeesian as a coach. Obviously, what he did at USC, then at Washington, he's a great offensive mind. What he did with the Falcons as OC, then at Alabama, I worry more about his personal personal side when I see somebody jump a few that quick, even though it's game day. Now, here's the deal. Guys, you know, y'all know I'm an idiot in practice and in a game, but on game day, I'm the most. Laid-back person there is when it's not during practice or, or before, and I'll joke with everybody else at the school. Uh, and I try to, I purposely stay away from my kids as much as possible because I learned my second year in Tony, I'm never going to prepare the, I'm never going to have kids for prefer game. want the way I want to. I want them to be serious. I want them. not to want them to joke and laugh. And I came to learn coaching at Liberty with different kids that that uh, I would I would prefer. To let them get ready for the game the way they feel comfortable, and some of them that means laughing. But Charles Jones, he's got a laugh joke kid. There's other kids I've had they got to be dead serious. There's other kids that need to sleep an hour before they play. And I've tried to take as, as classroom teacher and Chuck classroom teachers, you know, you learn to adjust to people's learning styles. As a coach, I tried early in my career to adjust to that. And so, like even here, I don't, I, I haven't talked to a team before a game in 20 years. I don't talk to the team after the game. I learned real quick. Nothing I say after the game is probably going to come off good, especially in a loss. And it's not going to solve or cure or anything. And I've learned if I got to give a pep game talk before every game, kids in today's world, even 20 years ago, they started tuning in after about game three. So, uh, all that being said, I, I try to adjust to to the kids I'm coaching and what fits them best, and try to stay away until the game starts. Then, then I tell them they're on my time and, and, and we pick up the intensity a little bit
2: Coach, do you worry about social media uh, every, it seems like there's cameras everywhere now uh, you coach hard, you're fortunate that you're living in a town that allows you to coach hard but do you worry about social media and someone taking something and, and, and you know
1: yeah, you do And and here's one thing we do, I can tell you here we film every practice and we start 15 minutes before and it's filmed 15 minutes afterwards and you know where I work I'm very fortunate uh, they, When I actually when I took the job here I visited with the board before I took the job and they informed me that they wanted it to go back to the way it used to be with Coach Hawkins they wanted discipline they wanted their kids coached hard they wanted them pushed beyond their comfort zone they wanted them held accountable and if we all call a spade a spade we know that's not reality in today's world, especially the education world, you almost are encouraged to look the other way, don't hold people accountable, and even when it comes to coaching. and When people aren't there every day to see how someone coaches, uh, coaching someone hard the way we did back with the coaches I had is just not accepted in today's world. It's it's allowed in very few places. and Going back to even Winslow go Coach Hawkins, I remember when we played, we would play on people. Up, There's no way I let my kid play for that guy. And I said, well, here's the first thing I know. When a guy can coach kids that hard, I already know the kid's loving because otherwise you're never getting by with it. And the social media, I I worry about when I was at Liberty Island, the Texas Ida Long, even now, I worry about our kids putting themselves in bad positions where they lose scholarship opportunities or make themselves over something they said when they were 14, 15, or even when they're 19 to 21, saying or doing something or exposing a video on social media or words on social media that doesn't reveal the true content of their character how they really are and other people of course seeing 30 seconds of a person's 21 year life 18 year life and trying to make the judgment well they obviously got to be an awful person and that's whether the athlete's a boy or girl uh white black rich poor and a perfect example of that i go back to erica ray back in you know the late 1990s and early 2000s when i coached and it was really not acceptable for a girl to be competitive or, and I say be competitive that would if I use those words they would say that's accepted but to show emotion and I started learning when we had kids in football or even basketball that were males that were highly competitive and that would show emotion I remember coaches and fans telling me they're a great leader. what a competitor but if a girl did it what a hot dog and what a hot head and what a showboat and it was a different standard held to a girl than a guy and that in social media, social media started off. I think we see it's okay for girls to be com- competitive in their environment, show emotion, but I still think they get held to a degree, uh, a standard that's not fair to do with boys uh, with the social media and the way it can affect their lives, especially at such a young age, and taking bits and pieces where things aren't totally in context. And uh, obviously, with you know with what's going on today in Austin with, with Chris Beard and. and all that situation that's something totally different but you're not ever getting by with stuff like that again in today's world of social media because it's going to get exposed it's going to get passed around and people are going to see it and you have to, you're have you going to be held to, uh, to a different expectation and accountability level and I just hope our young people see that and it, they don't lose scholarship opportunities they don't lose a career or job opportunity over doing something that's not who they really are over uh, just making a poor choice at a time in their life
4: Robert Cochran joining us live this afternoon. You are a huge Ranger fan, are you? Are you happy with yes, what sir. we've
1: seen so far? I can start watching again. <laughs> it looks like we're going to try to be competitive. Uh, you know, I still have scar tissue built up from the day before, the Thursday night before we played PG, and we had to all go sit up there together and broadcast the game from uh, Harris Field, where I hadn't slept, couldn't sleep, and thinking the. Of the ball I, shot, I thought should have been caught in the outfield to the whole nine yards. I don't. My baseball fandom has still not recovered from from that that season, but it does look like they're going to try to be competitive again. And they're, you know, in today's world, you got to spend money and the analytics and all that. Who, who knows if the world that's going to come out? But uh, it looks like they're at least going to put a competitive product on the field again in the new ballpark. So that's exciting.
4: All right, now, uh, we got the last weekend of the NFL here. You, you for years, have been the, the the voice of being jaded that the league is fixed. So here we go. I need to know these these couple of things. Number one, okay. is, is the league going to make it so the Packers get in the playoffs?
1: Well, of course. Okay, that's good. Well, they, no, they, they, no, no, Chuck, they did a brilliant <laughs> job of working the games in times where people could sit out their players and rest them to try to help Green Bay. Yeah, of course. But that part is really definitely giving them the, the best advantages where people would rest their players to help them have all this stuff happen to the way it's happened. So, yes.
4: Number two now, Cowboys or Eagles going to win the East? Eagles. Eagles are going to why? Why? Because of the better football team.
1: Oh, that doesn't help. And Andy. it's the Cowboys. No, and it's the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, second answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I really think it's the Cowboys, and I think Jerry, I don't, I don't know that as long as Jerry Jones is walking the face of this earth, or he's, I really think he's going to have to do the Al Davis and lose all his mental faculties and somebody else in the Cowboys, or I just think they're cursed, and I really, but it's not going to surprise me if they lose their first playoff game, and I, nobody wants to hear that, but. I'm sorry, I'm jaded, and I can't be – I'm just going to be honest with you. I I expect a loss in the playoffs before I expect a win, no matter who the Cowboys
4: play. Did the NFL handle it right Monday night?
1: No, they didn't, because here's where they didn't handle it right. Everybody on social media – when social media can tell you what you need to do, and everybody, when you have Republicans, Democrats, rich, rich, poor, white, black, all agreeing this game can't go on, and multiple – athletes that are well-respected across different platforms saying, to help the game, let's find out how this gentleman is send these people home. You and I both know there was at one point announced a five-minute warm-up. Well, you and I both know that was the NFL telling them to have five minutes to warm-up. Then they saw the backlash on social media. and uh, My new biggest, my favorite coach is Coach Taylor of the Bengals. He went over and and talked to Coach Buffalo and he said, I need to be at the hospital. They they basically refused to play. And so we got it right with their end result. It should have happened quicker. It's a no-brainer. And human life is more important than any game we will ever play.
4: You've been around it for a long time. That, that, that's one of the scarier moments we've seen on the, on the field, the court, the whatever, the diamond. You know, I, I, I equated a little bit to, to Hank Gathers going down the middle of the game no. for Loyola Marymount. Uh, you know, and that's
1: why a lot of the stuff we do. Chuck is after Lola Marymount 44 is the name of our press, and it all goes back to. And that's exactly what it reminded me of him falling over, and I was just worried that we were going to have the worst possible end result. Thank God, we got good news today that uh, the prayers and the healing hand of God has stepped in. But it looks like it's going to be a better outcome than what it definitely looked Monday night.
4: Yeah, I was going to ask if you've seen anything else like it. The gathers was the the one that comes no, to my uh, mind.
1: Uh, Tony Kirk will remember got, Reggie Brown was a linebacker at Texas A&M and I happened to work for the athletic program when I was there. He was a linebacker for the Detroit Lions. Uh, first round pick and the only thing that happened like, he, he suffered partial paralysis on the field. Now it's not a widely told story but he actually lost consciousness and had to form. CPR real quick got him right back uh, and that was probably late 90s 96, 97, 98 but not nothing like to the you know where And once again, there wasn't social media and there wasn't, and you wouldn't, nobody knew they performed CPR, I think 30 to 40 seconds, guiding back conscious and everything. And and that's just from having personal knowledge of that situation. And like I said, his name, Reggie Brown plays for Detroit Lions. But other than that, it's been more along the lines of basketball or summer workouts. Corey uh, Strand people falling over but not, nothing like a Monday night game with millions and millions of people watching and then obviously to see the reaction of the players and the, the health staff you knew it was a dire straits uh, just looking at that it was definitely scary that's
4: Robert Cochran hey, it's great to talk to you again I've kept you for 27 and a half minutes you told me you had 30 minutes before the steak was ready you got two and a half minutes go wash your hands get ready to eat
1: Hey, they're literally waving me in now, so it's the perfect. Coming as usual, Chuck. You're obviously per- always perfect on getting out. I appreciate you guys and love visiting with you. We'll visit
4: with you again when you uh, you get to the state tournament. All right,
1: sounds good, Chuck. Appreciate yeah.
4: it. Take care, Robert right. Cochran, head coach of the Winsboro Lady Raiders, as they uh, keep marching on. Six hundred wins for him in his career, and God knows how many that's going to end up with. He may double that number. Who knows? Uh. All right, we'll take a quick break. I get these two spots in. We'll come back for the last minute or two, leaving the yard. You're on the fan, 1079. You stick around.
3: Prepare for the future. I'm Potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a student and/or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. This- is the key to success. It weren't wrong. It's consistently smooth, consistently
0: fresh, consistently light. Just find that the mode success can be pretty enjoyable. Ultra. It's a taste of refreshment and 2.6 grams and 95 calories. It's a
4: a minute and a half left before we're hopping out of here for the Thursday version of the show. Again, no show Friday night. We are uh, doing the hiatus on Fridays. We're working tonight. Tamu T, if you're uh, able to come over to the uh, Patterson Student Center, we got uh, men's and women's basketball going on tonight against uh, Hudson Tillotson. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company.
2: We're going to have uh, Razorback Billy, but also the correspondent we're sending out to the Natty, uh, John Thomas Borwitz, who's going to be our correspondent Monday night at the National Championship game. Really? Yeah. We're sending him out there. He's he's going to be the official correspondent for Kirk and Company there.
4: Is, uh Does is that mean you guys are paying his way?
2: He's our correspondent, really? and uh, we're going to let him give us some insight to what he expects to see out there Monday night.
4: You ought to get him on Tuesday morning. Get him back at school real early Monday night.
2: If it wasn't for the power hour. heaven oh. man.
4: Timing—it's all about time. Yeah, that's about timing. And I saw Borowitz uh, Tuesday night. Went over to Texas High basketball game. There he is wearing his uh, his suit coat, as he's the uh, third coach, I guess, on the bench. Sure, way down the on stats. the far side. The stats, yeah. So uh, I've seen his math work. I don't know if I trust all that.
2: I think he's all right. He's he's okay. he's, he seems to do a right yeah. standard <laughs> <on his> test.
4: <laughs> I don't have the hard questions. Like, was that an assist or not? <laughs> Who do you give that turnover to?
2: Uh, well, when you're the judge, you <laughs>
4: <laughs> You say Judge Borowitz. That won't be the first. You know, and probably have, not the last time uh, you're going to say that babe. in his life. Anyway, so uh, Billy Lavender in tomorrow. Again, no show uh, tomorrow night. Uh, quick uh, last thing or two before we hop out of here. The uh, folks over in Michigan are breathing a sigh of relief. Apparently Jim Harbaugh flirted a little bit with the NFL that says he has no intention of leaving Big Blue.
2: Yeah, that would be like taking the UNLV uh, OC job. (laughs) What are you trying to say? I wouldn't be shocked if Jim changed his mind if the figures are all right.
4: The figures are going to be all right. Yeah.
2: Uh, Not all openings are open yet. Let me just say that. This is true. There's a few more coming Yes.
4: that may be more desirable than Carolina. Yeah. All right, we're done for today. appreciate Robert Cochran hopping on with us as always. He's the best. We're done. We'll see you guys again on Monday. You have you have a three day break from us, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan one zero seven nine. Have a great rest of your evening, and we'll holler at you Monday right here five o'clock one zero seven nine.